You're listening to Lair Cats on Anchor FM. Welcome back to the Larry Cash Show. My name is Larry, and uh, this is the second episode where we are going to discuss about uh, relationships and uh, what we're going to do with that. Um, so on the show, um, basically, uh, uh, I just kind of just put my opinion out there and my experience, and we'll just kind of discuss it, and each week I'll just make a uh, topic point and then we'll and go over it um this is my opinion my opinion alone and these are facts and experiences that i have experienced myself and uh and it's really important to kind of uh dig into these subjects because a lot of people are hurting nowadays and a lot of people are going through a lot and especially this pandemic uh so just putting that disclaimer out there that um i may change my mind later episode different episode and kind of seem like a hypocrite but i'm not i'm just i'm I'm evolving i'm changing so and as i evolve and change uh so does my opinion about things change so that's usually how that works uh so i wouldn't take offense to anything uh to what i say because it's just me and uh it's just me one person alone in front of a laptop recording uh so and this and this uh particular episode i'm going to dig into my personal life my vulnerabilities a bit and uh kind of use that towards an example uh the, the experiences i've had um i've changed the names of the people that to protect them and their privacy uh just so out of their uh respect and so in this uh, episode we're going to dig into relationships and personalities um, and by doing uh, that hopefully the out the the takeaway is that you yourself can become a better person um, by the end of the episode I hopefully that's the takeaway that you become a better person and you can work on yourself as an individual um, so there's uh, people who are in relationships and there's people who are single. So getting into the episode right now um, on Anchor FM, thank you for tuning in. And we're finally going to start right now. So uh, being single is a great, great way to focus on yourself. Uh, try to figure out what you want in your life and how you want to drive yourself to getting older um and getting older 
is going to is going to be a process. Um, out of high school, out of the all of that, all that turmoil of uh, just you know relationships to a small little girlfriend boyfriend situations, and you find yourself in in high school or middle school, whatever it may be. Uh, you could say that you could count those, but there's it's not going to be true relationships because they were kind of more of like a way of kind of like establishing yourself and how you could be with someone else. Um, but in that time, you're just you're more about yourself anyway. So in all of that uh, hormones or uh, all this all that stuff that's going through your body at the time, uh, you don't know exactly what you want in that stage. So by by the age of early twenties, you feel like you could settle with somebody, but you're not exactly one hundred percent sure. You're gonna get into college life, and it's gonna be kind of the same as high school life. You're gonna be switching around and gonna be falling around a lot. You're gonna be finding people that you think you might love, maybe you love. Uh, it, it it all really depends, and and it is true that people can find their high school sweetheart or somebody that they've definitely just fallen for um, right before them. So, um, but that is just all the part of the process. And then by your later 20s, uh, say your mid to later 20s, you're going to start figuring out, okay, I'm getting much older and I haven't really found that, that person, that partner that I want in life. And I love being single because I can do all these things with other people. I can just date here and there and just try things and go places and all that stuff. But and then you then you know your twenties will start to catch up onto you and start to sneak up and get behind you and start saying, "Hey, you know, it's been really it's been a fun ride, but I I think we should start really filling that spot permanently instead of rather than just." You know messing about and so you'll finally find yourself into a position where um, you will um, want that vacant permanently occupied and and there are times where you can find yourself in a relationship where it can last years and but it, you have to take it with a grain of salt because are you're still in a growing process and so from what i've experienced in my life um from younger people or younger 20s they they think that they might have found you as their potential partner in life but in reality it's it's only going to be a kind of a trial almost it, it's it's not don't take it as factual facts because there are people again like i said there are people who fall in love with their high school sweetheart or college sweetheart and then they live together for 40 plus years and they have a great marriage everyone is different but from based on a majority of people who kind of don't know what they want in life it's gonna be harder for them because taking those short relationships is going to be more of a trial and then that longer relationship, maybe five plus years, you're going to, uh, you're probably going to have a bad falling out because you thought that that person might have been the uh, partner for life. And 
and then maybe by the end of that relationship that long tedious relationship you might actually come out a better person it might be best for both of you to actually break up in the first place because on the surface of relationships they can be very attractive they can be like oh wow these two are the happiest people on earth i don't see how there's any problem with them but inside the relationship inside their bubble behind closed doors it's not what it seems it could be a lot worse it could be a hundred times worse and and that uh that is something to kind of consider when going into a longer relationship because all for what you build for can collapse any point and and having that fear of uh ending is not good if you're focusing on that fear um you can have intrusive thoughts about it and uh I was just having a conversation with my friend on Snapchat about this and everything I'm saying is pretty much, I'm pretty much copy and pasting from what I said. I'm not looking at the screen um, from our chats, but it, it brings a really good point is that you, you shouldn't um, really um, put yourself in that bubble with another person and completely have it dependent on them, depending on everything on them, put, putting everything on the table on them because at that point it's going to lean only one way and that, that person eventually is not going to want to be with you because you're putting everything on their weight on their shoulders and then you have to carry that weight with you and then now over time it's going to get toxic it's going to get worse you're going to start feeling bad uh they're going to start feeling bad and they don't know how they're gonna get out of the relationship because they have so much pressure on them now, more than ever, and now they feel that they're trapped. But eventually, they will one day just say, "I'm sorry." Just like that, they're gonna they're gonna end it. Um, so, talking about more about me. Um, and my past relationship again I'm going to change names just to kind of help the privacy of the uh, previous people um, so uh, as it turns out uh, I'm an avoidant and you can look that up an avoidant is a person um, well let me get this kind of out of the way the descriptions of what kind of people and relationships are so if everyone knows what an incel is uh is a nice guy uh quote unquote nice guy those are the guys who kind of shoot themselves in the foot before they even start a relationship so a nice guy uh, they believe that women owe them everything from the get-go and in the in the beginning they they just kind of shoot themselves in the foot and really they they kind of show their, they kind of show their true colors um, right away um, an avoidant is a lot different but it's also a little bit more dangerous than a nice guy because a nice guy you can kind of you can kind of tell what they what their intentions are at the very beginning an avoidant is more they're absolutely clear and they're more um, they're more clear I, I don't know how to explain this but they're, they're more they're more uh, I guess more human. They're they're more relatable. You can actually more get uh, familiarized with this person and not even tell that there's anything wrong with them. 
until you get into the relationship. Uh, and an avoidant is a person who locks themselves away from the confrontations of a relationship or friendship. They will basically go quiet. They will not confront any issues and they will put everything on you. Um, an avoidant is a person who will uh, just avoid all the structural integrity of the friendship or relationship. They will avoid all of it. They will put all the pressure on you. They'll put everything on you. And that's what kind of person I was in the past. And I didn't know, but I also was manipulative. And that was really hard to tell. As a person who, from a person who never knew or was self-aware, it was really hard to fix these things until I got help. And, uh, and then I finally learned and I finally understood what I was doing. And once you finally understand what you're doing, it, it only gets better for yourself. It gets better because you become a better and more mature person. You become a more structural person. You, you'll start building your own blocks, building your stronger person, and you just become the ultimate you. You become the, the real you, the person that you wanted to actually become. And that's so great about it is that and then when you're in a relationship and then that realization finally kicks in is that wow I was acting kind of that way I had no idea and then you you, you just break a barrier you just, everything just kind of gets relieved from there everything gets fixed almost your past doesn't you just kind of have to get rid of the past basically you just have to just erase not erase it completely but you'll have those memories with you forever but you will eventually just grow into a better person and it's beautiful and it's absolutely beautiful and that's what I've experienced in the last seven months um, and uh, I guess to touch base on what I went through um, it, it was very it was very good from my perspective uh, at the time and I think that it was just an experience and that's all that was to, to it and uh, sorry just adjusting my mic a bit just got a pop filter on my new microphone um, so just make the best of what you have at the time and if there's if there's something that's going on in a relationship that just isn't working out and as a person who was who was an avoidant realizing that you're an avoidant is a really big smack in the face wake-up call you will feel much better once you find out that you're an avoidant because you know how to fix it and learning you don't learn how to fix it it's just it's just kind of like a switch that a switch that turns on and realizing the realization of it and after that it's nothing but smooth sailing you realize what you did and there's nothing you can do to really fix it because the damage has already been done and it, at that point you have to move on you have to 
but also give time for yourself. Focus on you, focus on yourself. Try to figure out what you want in life again. And it may take you several months, it may take you up to a year, everyone is different. And you're gonna have that vacant feeling of your partner being there, but not being there anymore physically. Um, like I said, all relationships are different and it ends, doesn't all end bad, but it ends regardless. Going back to your past relationship isn't a good idea because it just, it will just, you will basically fall back into what you were. Some people will, some people won't. I don't know. It's hard to really tell. Um, anyway. So, uh, let me tell you about a little how uh, it kind of all ended for me. I'm going to change the relationships, my relationship uh, ex-partner's name to reflect uh that I respect her privacy. Um, so uh, I'll name her Abby. Sure, why not? Abby. Yeah. So we were together for about five years. Uh, four and a half. Uh, four, uh, four years, several, several months. I just rounded up to five years, so it's just easier. Uh, and we went to the Grand Canyon National Park together. We spent, uh, before that, we, we were in a couple um, apartments and, you know, we were struggling on money and I still didn't know what I wanted in life. I, I was still trying to find what I wanted to seek in career role wise. She just graduated from college, uh, earning her, her degree. Um, and that uh, she couldn't find uh, the perfect job for her. You know, she was still trying to find herself and what she wanted to do in the world. She wanted to do marketing and all these other things. And I always kind of have been fascinated by marketing and I kind of wanted to help her find something if I could. And um, it, it, it turned out that we were just going from dropped the job and uh, we couldn't find exactly what we wanted. I had a hard hard time um, hard time staying at a job because I didn't know what I want but I was good at working security. Uh, I was good at that. Um, so I, I did a few security jobs. I kept uh, I kept mine in the bargain try to keep a, a job. Uh, then I, I just got tired of it and I wanted to do something different and I didn't know what. So uh, what happened is that I ended up being unemployed for the longest time. And, uh, and so after a while, um, we came to the idea of working at the Grand Canyon National Park in Arizona. We worked there for just about a year and me and Abby, we 
we uh, we packed up, we went to her mom's storage, threw it in there, and then we drove off to the Grand Canyon National Park, and it was probably the best time of our relationship. We made friends, we had a great time, we saw the we saw the biggest hole in the ground. Uh, everything was great on the surface, and but our past history kept interfering with us, and our past was just dawning on us to a point where it was uh, there was something unstable underneath the hood of the relationship. And me being an avoidant, I avoid all things uh, confrontational. That even means communicating the problems that faced us. And uh, I think we both had that sort of problem. And uh, she, she couldn't communicate directly what the issues were. And she thought I was just mad at her when in reality I wasn't mad at her. I was just avoiding everything and because I didn't like confrontation. So it was kind of this for that. Um, so anyway, we uh, after about a year we came back. Um, we went to our friend uh, Ray. Ray and uh, uh, I have to change their names. I know the real names, but Ray and um, and his cousin Marty, Ray and Marty, we'll just all call them that. And we lived out of their basement for a while. We had to work on their basement to transform it. Um, for whatever reason, I didn't contribute very much to helping remodel the basement, and that hurt me as well as it didn't hurt didn't hurt me as much as it hurt them because it hurt them more because they they helped they helped a lot they helped build the remodel and my uh, ex at the time Abby she uh, she put in most of the work and cleaning it and painting it and remodeling it and um, I helped move some of the stuff out painted some of the walls um, clean some of the stuff out but they did most of the work and uh, uh, while I did help contribute in some way but I didn't do the all in and at the time I was I was kind of struggling with stress and everything else and and uh, finally got a job working at a sawmill with my cousin uh, call him JJ I guess uh, he helped me um uh, pretty much established a really great job working at the sawmill and I worked there for a little while and what happened is that I eventually got fired due to a very weird weird incident while my co-workers didn't really agree with my firing because uh, I tripped on a blower backpack and for some reason that triggered a very bad safety rep for my 90-day probation period and then eventually just a month before my third month uh, my 90-day my period they fired me because of that little small incident there was another thing there was another small incident but I mean there was a guy who 
literally almost chopped off his leg and he's still working there uh, it just kind of came down I think um, to who she liked and who she didn't like I'm referring to the supervisor who fired me um, uh, so after, after getting fired and uh, getting unemployment um, I crashed pretty hard and then I was lost again. I was actually pretty comfortable where I was working at the sawmill. I appreciated working there. I enjoyed working there. Um, I had a lot of fun working there. It was fantastic. JJ helped me a lot getting into there. Try to sweet talk the boss so I can work with him. Um, and I had a couple jobs between and then I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna get my CDL. I'm gonna do what my grandfather did. I'm gonna do what my father did, and I'm gonna get my CDL, and I'm gonna do this. I went to dry. I went to trucking school, did my four-week course, uh, passed my CDL test on the first go-around, which is great. So that means uh, the grant, the government grant I went through, covered everything, including the test. So. And then eventually I, uh, so I wanted to stay local because I wanted to be with my ex, Abby, at the time. So I could try to stay home and so she doesn't have to face anxiety and depression and face all these issues with herself, by herself. Uh, she'll have the dog. We, had, we adopted the dog. Uh, she'll have the dog and all that. And uh, what happened was... Um, uh, I went for Coca-Cola, which I had no idea what merchandising was. I thought being a Coca-Cola truck driver, all I'd have to do is go stop to stop and drop it off and then let the store handle it. But it turns out, actually, that wasn't the case. It uh, I had to not only drop off the stuff at the stores, but also merchandise. I went to trucking school to drive, not to... Uh, um, yeah, I went to trucking school to drive semi truck, not not to merchandise. Um, so uh, it didn't work out. That was my first trucking job, quote unquote. I was there for about a week and a half, and I just realized that if I'm merchandising, merchandising the store, this is not what a CDL is qualified to do. This is this is just to drive a truck uh, to very very small distances between stores. That's not what I want to do. I want more CDL, more truck driving experience because uh, eventually I want to become a heavy hauler, which a heavy hauler, you have to have perfect um, perfect driving skills and Coca-Cola would not provide that. And that is not what I want. Um, being a heavy haul driver, you can make over $100,000 a year at most, maybe more. Um, so, uh, tried a different local job. This one was a little bit, it was actually something I kind of wanted to do, something I wanted to keep with. It was uh, um, basically you'd all have to do was deliver trusts to subdivisions and construction buildings. And trusts, if you don't know what trusses are, they're, they're, the, they're the framework of a roof on top of a house or a building. So that that's the framing of a roof. Uh, that's what trusses are. T R U S S T R U S S. Sorry. And um, 
All I'd have to do was load up. Well, I didn't have to load the truck. The truck would be available in the morning. I just hauled it to the subdivision, handed it to the crane operator. Crane operator would grab it, put it on the house. That's all I had to do. And it paid about 24 an hour. It was perfect. It would have been beautiful, full benefits, everything. And eventually they would train me on how to be a crane operator myself so I could just do it on my own um, without being a shuttle driver. I would have enjoyed the hell out of that. Except I had one disagreement with somebody um, with uh, in that job. And it was one of the trainers and he kept on preaching me, preaching me about religion and stuff. I'm just like, dude, I, I don't know if I want to discuss it. That's that's all I really said. And then he just kept on going on and going on about it. And then when I told him, I told my boss about it at the time. I told him, like, can you put me with a different trainer? Because I don't feel comfortable with this one. Um, this is like the second different trainer I had. The first one, he was a pretty cool guy. I enjoyed talking to him. You know, he, he was fine. Uh, I, you know, I learned a lot from him, uh, and then uh, so I, I told the boss about it. I'm like, I'm not comfortable with the other trainer you put me with, you paired me with that day. Can you give me someone else? And then he he flipped the table and made me look like I was the bad person. Like I was like, I, I'm not about multicultural or open to relation or. or religion or uh, I don't know all these other stuff it, it, it was weird and uh, I was like no I, I just I just don't feel comfortable with them how hard is that you know you know the, to say it just put me someone someone else I mean, I'll be fine with someone else maybe you know I just don't feel comfortable with that person and so eventually uh, the next morning I, I just wanted to bring it up again so that I'm clear with him and that we don't have any problems going forward and eventually they said, you know, I don't think we're just, this is going to work out then. You know, you know, I don't think you're, this isn't going to be a good fit for you. And I'm like, okay. Um, you know, whatever. And so I, I stormed out of there. I was just like, fuck this guy. This guy is weird. Um, I, I don't feel like having him as a boss would be appropriate. Um, I eventually got home and I was half crying because I, I just wanted to hold down a job. So I gave in and I looked up made trucking uh, to do long haul. It's regional long haul and I would be away from home weeks on end and that's something I don't want to do. Especially since my, fian my fiance at that time was... Uh, uh, didn't want me to be gone for so long because we've become dependent on each other and we needed each other and uh, so uh, but I gave in I just like fine we'll just do this we'll, we ha we'll have to make a compromise we have to do this because I need a job I need to hold down a job and I need to get the experience I want so I can go for what I want uh, and eventually It was a couple of nights later and something clicked and she basically uh, ended it, ended the, the relationship.
Uh, so, um, Abby was, um, just done. And, and I, I could, I could definitely tell why. Um, so, after that, I, uh, went to this trucking place and, uh, and while while that always that was happening and the breakup was happening, I I've lost all control of myself and the emotions took over. All my emotions took over, and I said things I didn't want to say and things thing and stuff I wanted didn't want to do. And and uh, it was nothing nothing physical. It was just more emotional and talking back and forth and just all this things that happened. And, uh, eventually I, uh, I took a couple, about a week or so into the training of, um, me trucking. I, I, grandma, uh, my grandmother, she was having, she's getting a lot older and, and she's, she's pretty much without trying to sound mean, but she's kind of like on her last leg. And at this point in life, and uh, and I and I felt so bad if I was away from home and I couldn't be able to come home. If she would have passed away while I'm gone, it would be devastating. It would be the final nail in the coffin for me, and I just don't know how I would handle it. But a job finally called back, a local job, a log trucking job, and I went for an interview. And my mom, my grandma was in the hospital again because she, she had a heart attack of some sort. And I was just hit. And I was just like, I have to stay. I have to stay. I can't, I can't do it with the road then. I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do all 50 states of the United States. And I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to miss out on my grandmother passing away while I'm hundreds of miles away and not going to be able to do anything about it. Or say, you know, at least now you're going to be able to say goodbye. Which would break my heart completely. And so, I took this job. Um, this local job. And I've been really happy with it ever since. I've been just the happiest. And from that point on, um, I, I took it back in end of May. End of May of 2021. And that was around the same time the breakup was happening and all that other stuff was going down. And I was so happy with the new job. I was, everyone there was good. They treat me well. I, it pays good. Uh, benefits aren't that great, but you know, it. I can I can work with it. Um, so now, it's today uh, in November, and uh, and all those months that passed by, I've grown more than I have in years, in just short time, and I think that's what I think what the breakup did was click something on for me, which made me grow 
into a better person, to a rapid, more independent person. I'm more focused on me more than anything now. And and then when I got, uh, there's this uh, website called BetterHelp. I'm not sponsored by them, but uh, I talked to a person on there once and they diagnosed me as an avoidant. I, I'm not with BetterHelp anymore because it's too expensive. I, I just couldn't do it. I think I did one month and I was done. And uh, I just deleted all the chats and everything with it because it's supposed to be HIPAA or whatever. You're not supposed to discuss what you did. or I don't know. I, I'm just really weird when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I had to delete everything. And... Um, yeah, and then um, once 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 I, I got that better help, I I did it for a month and I was done, and and the person pretty much called me an avoidant, and I didn't know what that was. They explained it to me, and I looked it up more, and then I researched it myself, and and I told them that that totally made like, that makes sense, that makes total sense. Um, I, and since then, everything has been up from there. I bought a new car. I, I'm doing really great on everything, um, uh, and uh, since then, I, I that vacant part of my body where I want somebody to be with me, I, uh, I, I took that long break, and now I, I think I'm ready to get back into the game of relationships. And this time, it'll be a thousand times better because I know. I know how to fix those problems. I know how to compromise. I know how I, it all just kind of became crystal clear to me. Uh, so now, uh, now it's November 2021 and, and uh, I feel much better um, after all those months of growing and understanding. It, it sort of just, it was like an acceleration of realization yeah, it accelerated so fast and I just grown so fast in the last months and taking on another relationship um, I feel like it would be no issue for me um, since I've been hurt so much before I don't think I would be as badly hurt in my next relationship if I do everything correctly and I think that goes for the I think that would be also be fair for the other person to know about my past and know, full knowingly know about what kind of person I was and what kind of person I am today. It would be fair for them to know everything about my vulnerabilities and how it would be a, a much better person um, and then help each other compromise loyal to the end and that 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 to me is comforting for not just me but the, the per and fair to the other person and uh, that I feel like is the takeaway from from all of this is that when you're in a relationship cherish it communicate and always confront, always compromise, always try to help yourself, but 
help yourself in a way that also helps the partner you're with. Because if you're not helping yourself, you're not helping the relationship, and you're not helping your partner. So always put yourself to a point where you can fix not only yourself, but the other person. In a relationship, you have to communicate it. As bad as it sounds, as bad as fights are and arguments go, talking it out and putting your foot forward to help yourself in that situation could not could not worsen things. It can only help things. It can only make things better. So believe me, from a person who's come from this, you can be a good person. It just takes time and takes a lot of work. But you can do it regardless. If you have depression or not, you can help yourself in a lot of ways and you can help your relationship in a lot of ways just for being there for being present in the moment and confronting those problems all right so i think we've discussed uh quite a bit about me and uh and i think i've taught all of you what kind of person i am and um I hope the takeaway from this is that you can better yourself as an individual. And uh, I wish everyone the best who's listening. And if you are struggling with it, um, I couldn't, I can't sponsor them professionally because well, I'm not sponsored by them. But if you do need help, uh, BetterHelp.com is a great place to check out and talk to someone about your problems. It, it really does help a lot when you talk about it. It really does. Don't go quiet. Don't don't shut everything down. Just go there. Don't even think about it. Don't, there, there are financial options. Just talk to them about them, and you can figure something out. But getting the help you need is absolutely critical for your health, for your mental health, and for your physical health, too. Your mental health can, over time, lapse over your physical health and you can cause issues for your overall health. So, I appreciate everyone for listening. Thank you for joining me in relationships um, and personalities. It is very, it is a very touchy subject. I'll probably touch on it again in a later episode. Uh, next episode, we're probably I'm probably going to be coming out with a uh, spooky story. Um, I like to kind of, uh, since this is kind of my show and I do this myself, I, I can pretty much do whatever I want. So uh, next one, I'm just going to have a bit, bit of fun. I'm going to lighten things up a little bit. I'm going to put a, uh, I'm going to maybe do a creepypasta or write up something cool and awesome and add some special special sound effects and just make it like a true crime kind of podcast ish um but i kind of want to have fun with it and uh there's going to be a lot more fun along the way as long as more there's going to be a just a variety of different episodes it's going to be a serious episode it's going to be um a fun episode etc 
So thank you for watch or not watching. <laughs> thank you for listening, and uh, thank you for tuning to Anchor FM. And if you have a comment, um, or if you have something you want to say or a question or anything like that, go ahead and go to Anchor FM. Download the app. You can record a uh, recording for me, and I could look it over, and you could be um, on the next episode. You could be featured on the next episode with your voice included and uh yeah it, it'll be it'll be tons of fun just uh go to anchor at the fm uh slash larry thompson nine and then you'll can find my Larrycast show and uh yeah just leave a voicemail and uh i'll get to hearing it and we'll be featured on another episode thank you for tuning in and uh this is larry at the Larrycast show Have a good one, have a great weekend, and take care. Bye-bye.